Hello, humans of the internet. I'm Frank here on the PlayStation Report alongside Tyler. This is episode 116, wherein we will tell you everything that's going to happen at E3 that hasn't been officially announced yet. Yeah. We will, we will ruin the show for you. Uh, so you're welcome. Uh, Tyler, how have you been? It's been, it's been a week, but uh, tell me more specifically, Tyler, you, you, I'm not sure how public you want to be with what you're doing, but man, I'm, I'm doing things are moving. They certainly are. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow on, on the thing. Um, Yeah, it's been, it's been an all right week so far. Looking forward to uh, the weekend because I, I have two, two, three day weekends coming up in a row. Mm, So I'm off this coming Monday, and then I took the Monday of V3 off as well. Nice. Very nice, exciting. Nice. How have you been? I have been fantastic. It has been a good week of gaming for me, discovering so, a game that I really like. Um, <laughs> I also have been spending a lot of time not actually working, but more of uh, just doing more transition sort of stuff for the next guy in line who's going to basically take my job when when i leave uh it's been great yeah uh i am very much looking forward to the future seeing what might happen next oh boy it's gonna be yeah i'm nervous as i probably should be but i think i think everything is gonna work out just fine but yeah Video games have been comforting me. That have they true. been? Have they been comforting you through what I imagine to be a very stressful time? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's sort of stressful. I'd mm. say it's just a, it's a whirlwind. Home buying's a whirlwind. I'll just say that. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I've I haven't played a tremendous amount of stuff. Um, so I did get Detroit become human. I played it for about an hour. I'm five chapters in to me. It's not, not enough to, uh, I I did not get enough time to really talk about it in, in my opinion. Like, like it's beautiful so far. I'm, I'm digging the choice based atmosphere of it. Um, at least initially in the game, I think the opening chapter is really, really well done. Um, the opening chapter is really good. And, uh, so I won't, I won't go on too much about it. I'm going to try to play a lot of it this weekend. And that way next week I'll have a big deep dive on Detroit become human. I will say it is an absolutely gorgeous game. Some of some of the environments when you're walking through them are just absolutely stunning. So it's neat so far. Um, gosh, what else have I played? Um, we played a bunch of Call of Duty. Yes, World we War did. II. I played that Valkyrie map. It was all right. We were laying some SmackDown on some yeah, fools. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. I will say probably the one night that I was able to play Detroit Become Human, I chose to just play Battlefield 1 all night. And that's <laughs> okay. exactly what I did. And I had a goddamn blast. Frank, some of these new maps that they put out post like like we only played up to the second DLC. Some of the ones they've added afterwards are so fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, 
basically I'm blanking on what it's called, but it's just an island. There's two islands. One's pretty small. The other one's pretty large, except you can't really go inwards on the island too much because there's just a giant cliff. So you're fighting on the beaches. It is so fucking fun. I mean, it, it was it was crazy because I, we had a group of like 15 soldiers that were just running along the beach, just murdering everybody. And we just took this flag and took that flag and took that flag. And it was it was a really close match. We ended up losing, but it was fun. And I was just sitting in these rocks. Nobody could see me. And, and I was just picking dudes off, sniping left and right. It was it was a damn fine time. Um, you know, and then there was, there's one called Passchendaele, um, which is basically a bombed out wasteland and it's really depressing looking. Um, that map is pretty fun. It's hard to see anything on it, which makes it interesting. It's definitely an interesting sniping map. There's not a lot of hills. It's pretty flat, but it's just hard to see. Um, it's a very depressing place. Um, so that one's really good. There, there's a lot of very good stuff. Uh, I'm just, I don't know. Ever since that Battlefield Five reveal, I'm just feeling some Battlefield. It's a damn, damn fine time. Man. I find myself winning in that game a lot. My win percentage is like 68 percent or something. Oh man, we. So play together oh, i want to i want to play I, we should have played some we battlefield should. we should we need to play some battlefield i, I want to play more battlefield one and four i will play okay. both of them because i think with five they're still setting it up to where like you know i guess if you have it digitally you can just hop from game to game yeah. within battlefield because they already have battlefield five there okay um ready to roll and, and it's and i didn't know like you can click on your career in any of them and it'll tell you your overall career out of all the battlefields you played mm, since four that's really um, cool yeah so it tells you your overall win percentage in both games and then overall and then kills and all sorts of stuff it's 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 neat I, i'm thoroughly enjoying it and now that because i told myself i'm going to get good at sniping i've never been good at sniping in a battlefield game and dude i am lighting fools up now it is great that's a satisfying feeling getting prepared for that battlefield battle royale if it ever oh, yeah. happens yeah you know long distance engagement is going to be important in that if that ever happens yeah they teased some mode that they're adding to battlefield 5 i don't know if you saw that no i didn't it's called, it's called airborne you drop out of a a plane onto a battlefield but it's not battle royale you're like defending points but i guess you choose where you want to drop apparently sounds neat um yeah battlefield 5 is a damn good time or battlefield 1 it's a damn good time I'm, i'm enjoying it so far um it's just it's just nice to go back to it for sure because it's always a game that i wanted to play that i'm like i just did not spend enough time playing this one um and that other map uh from the in the name of the czar dlc uh look cows pass i believe very snowy hills all over the place that one's a damn good time too. played on that one a few more times yeah battlefield one's good um the only other thing that i played is uh i played the first episode of batman the enemy within so the second season of telltale's batman very good uh, i enjoyed that a lot it's a it was a much longer episode than i thought it was like two and a half hours long and 
it was kind of slow at times, but overall the writing was really good and I'm enjoying the story so far and where it's going to go. I, I, you know, Telltale, they haven't delivered so well with, with some of their games recently, but their Batman games have just been on point. The first season of Batman was great. I am very much looking forward to playing, playing this one. So between Detroit Become Human and Batman Enemy Within, those are the two games I think I'm going to try to knock out before E3 rolls around. What about you? Um, shit, I keep forgetting, like, the order of events and how things happened. I talked about the Metro games last week. Uh, so, oh, man. So I didn't beat anything between then and now. But I did play more Wizard of Legend. I'm getting really close to finding a loadout that I like with that game. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure the run will come pretty soon. The the run that I will beat that game will come pretty soon. <laughs> it's it's marvelous. I love it. Uh, I played some more Nino Kuni two, which yeah. is just a charming ass video game, and I love it so much. And I think you'd like it too. But man aren't you don't so isn't there moments where like you should probably leave the game on just running so you can farm shit or something in that game yeah uh that is a way to kind of cheese it if you want to um once you get to your uh, kingdom building and then you have like resource production coming out of your kingdom uh that is definitely a a tactic you could employ however uh, i'm not sure if i'll end up doing that or not uh we'll see uh but the game that i I've really fallen in love with this week. It's called Moonlighter. This is what is this? Moonlighter is a rogue light uh, kind of thing where during the day you are a shopkeeper, and at night you go out into these dungeons and you kill monsters and their loot. You and keep some of the loot for crafting materials, but also during the day you sell those items in your shop. Um, part of the mechanics include finding out what the right price to sell your items are and uh, just dealing with the economy. Like if there's high demand on something, you can probably overcharge for it. But if there's low demand, you might want to put it on sale uh, or just hold off on it, stored in your storage che- chest and stuff like that. Uh, your money goes to upgrades on your armor, your weapons, uh, buying potions and stuff like that, but also upgrading the town. You can invest in a blacksmith, invest in the alchemist. Uh, you can invest in like this other store, a banker, uh, this one thing that lets you decorate rate your shop um you can invest in your shop as well and increase the size of your shop and uh, add different features to your shop like a tip jar uh and other sorts of things uh that just generally improves that sort of stuff so it's kind of like this loop where like every day you sell sell the stuff from the dungeon uh, that you that you uh fought through uh, and there's like there's different dungeons different layers um it's basically uh, three levels and a boss. Uh, you, so I, I've beaten the Golem Dungeon, and I've beaten the final boss of that, uh, which unlocked the Forest Dungeon, which is what I'm really working on right now, is getting through the Forest Dungeon. And uh, the items, like, it's just... it just Numbers go up, Tyler. Numbers go up, and I'm addicted That's to numbers correct. going up. It's always a good feeling. It's a, it's, the, it's a very good go feeling, up. and this I think this game does it very well. Um, it's... 
it, it is a very satisfying loop of like and a kind of a risk reward because if you die you lose all the items in your bag you can carry some items on your person there are like five slots that'll or six five five or six slots that stay permanent if you die you keep those items but then you have a 20 slot bag that you can fill up with loot mm-hmm. um there's some really smart things about quality of life stuff in there. Like if you know you have a lot of low value items that you really don't give a shit about and they're filling up your bag, you can there's this item that you find that uh, you can just put it in there and it just converts it to money right away. It's albeit less money than you'd get at your shop, but it frees up space in your bag for more valuable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some items have like curses, which means they can only be placed either like at the left edge of your bag, left or right edge or your top or bottom edge, or they'll destroy a certain item in a in a direction when you return to town uh, and then there are things that will nullify those curses as well attached to items uh, and yeah there there's a there are different weapons like there's a sword and shield there's a big two-handed great sword there's a bow and arrow there's a spear you can go with uh, like gauntlets and just punch shit um, it's I, I really like this game. It has a very good soundtrack. Uh, it's very, very charming. Uh, yeah. one, there's only like really one real criticism that I have about it so far is that you don't really get to know your town very well. You don't really get to know many characters in the town. Sure, you talk to the blacksmith and like the shopkeepers and all that stuff. But other than that, you don't have really any interaction with the people of the town. You can go out and like talk to people, but none of them are really named. Uh, They just make comments on some of your recent achievements and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, I think it's it's a fantastic video game and it's got its hooks in me similarly in the way that Stardew Valley did. Boy. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) that's a bad thing. (laughs) No, it's a very good thing, Tyler. I enjoy a video game thing for your time. your social life and other things Uh, sure sure you can make that argument but (laughs) i think this is a very good thing but yeah that's that pretty much does it for me uh we already mentioned uh playing call of duty um in other news i've slotted in a new processor into my pc and it is now running so fast right now It yeah, it is. How many frames really are you getting? How many what? How many frames are you getting right now? Well, right now I I only go to sixty frames per second. I don't want to spoil myself, okay? Because if I go further than that, then I can't <laughs> go back. What the hell? Well, it's mostly for like video processing and stuff like that. Especially if I want to stream at ten eighty and sixty fps, I this processor is allowing me to do that very easily. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a week. It's been it's this is very much a lead up to E3 week uh, wherein there were leaks. uh, Only one really relevant to PlayStation that I can recall. And then there are people revealing games, blowing their load before E3. But kind of like, hey, they're kind of just confirming shit's coming to E3. Yeah. Um, The first of which these cases i was very angry about (laughs) leading up to it because bethesda decided to troll us all with a 24-hour stream of just vault boy and a bunch of like nothingness no announcements nothing throughout the entire thing and then at the end of their 24-hour stream 
they dropped a teaser trailer for Fallout 76, which yeah. is going to be at E3 to this year. Who knows if it's going to release this year? I hope it does, but we'll see. We'll talk more about what we think is going to happen at E3 later, but we'll be seeing more of Fallout 76 at E3. What do you think about this, Tyler? Um, I think it certainly is exciting to have a new Fallout game, and I don't think really anyone thought... They were going to do a new Fallout game so soon. Now, it is, we don't know officially yet, but it is rumored that this is not your tra- your traditional Fallout as in the last three Fallout games uh, in terms of like, you're going on stories and uh, story quests and we don't even know if the VAT system is in here and all sorts of stuff. Like, it's rumored that this is a what they say, an online survival RPG. So they said there's going to be story and quest, but it's apparently going to be online. It's going to be a lot more survival based. Um, also, this is set in a different time period than normal for Fallout. Like apparently this is set kind of in the beginning. Yes. When the vault started opening up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I think that's one of the most exciting things about it for sure mm-hmm. is, is that. But if it's an online survival RPG, you know, we'll we'll see. I'm not really into survival games at all. Come on, uh, Tyler. Let's build a base. Yeah, well, they better make that base building shit way better than it was in Fallout 4 because that shit sucked ass mm, in that okay. game. I I thought I, I I hated it so much and I barely even bothered with it. Um you know, hopefully that is is much improved in the in that. But it's neat for sure. Yeah, it's a different take from Fallout, and I I get that people you know probably want a more traditional Fallout or they want an Elder Scrolls game or whatever. But you know, they probably have wanted to make a Fallout game online yeah, for a long time it's, now, and, and I feel like this is probably the way to go. I don't think you you do like a Fallout online as in in Elder Scrolls online, but you know, if you do like an online uh, survival based game or something, you know, something that's online and can you know have, maybe have a instance based stuff you know maybe maybe there's 50 players running around in the world instead of you know way more than that i I don't know i'm just throwing shit out of my ass but um you know maybe maybe that you know live events all sorts of stuff like that you know i think there's potential there to, to do some cool stuff what do you think? You're a bigger Fallout guy than I am. So what yeah, do you I I really enjoy Fallout a lot. Um, I there is potential for just ridiculously fun stuff by the nature of Bethesda Game Studios mm-hmm. games being janky as hell and putting that in a multiplayer environment. I feel is going to be hilarious. Uh, I think the the whole idea of making a spin-off game for Fallout makes so much sense considering what they've done with Elder Scrolls, having like Elder Scrolls Legends and Elder Scrolls Online, having those different things. I feel like it, it is time for Fallout to branch out yeah. like that as well. Uh, and a survival game makes the most sense to me uh, based on the themes of what Fallout is about a, being a yeah. post-apocalyptic game where like yeah. there are settlers trying to survive after yeah. all this shit happened and you can play the fallout games on like the super hardcore survival mode if you wanted to yeah so you know it being a survival game makes sense i i'm just not super into 
having to constantly keep up with those mechanics, which if you're playing like base Fallout 4, for example, you really don't have to keep up with them that much. Uh, also, I feel like if it if it this came out and it was just, you know, a, a normal Fallout game. Would that be cool? Yeah, why not? Um, I'm sure it would have a lot of interesting things about it. But I feel at this point, Fallout 4, while a cool game, while a game worthy of your attention, I feel in RPG realm, it has been totally outclassed this generation by numerous games, in my opinion. So I feel like it would come out and be like, hmm. You know, I don't know, like it's good, but it's not mind blowing. So, mm. but doing a different twist on it like this could be, could be exciting. Yeah. I, I'm just curious how much they bring over from Fallout 4. Like, are they going to bring all uh, over? I really hope they do bring over that weapon modularity. Uh, yeah. With, that, that, was that, cool. that was like the most, I think that was, that was cool. my fate. Actually, my favorite part of Fallout 4 is oh. like all the modularity with like the weapons and then like the, uh, the power armor suits, how you could swap out yep. parts for that and stuff. I think <laughs> Fallout 76 has a lot of questions that need to be answered. And I imagine imagine we'll get those answers at e3 yeah. yeah do you think this is the uh, the cornerstone of their showcase no and i'll get to that later okay all right in other news in the lead up to e3 we had a leak of assassin's creed odyssey later to be confirmed as official assassin's creed odyssey Coming to E3. Weird how it leaks a picture of a little trinket. Uh, Yeah, this whatever the hell this is, it looks like it's it's going to. So apparently it's happening. It's it's going to be in Greece. It's going to be a sequel to Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, Are they back to annual releases? Yeah, that that's the thing. And, and I, I heard about this and I'm like, ancient Greece, that's fucking exciting to me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's in a great setting for Assassin's Creed, especially what they did with Origins in terms of the scope of that world, the detail of that world. I'm like, bring that on, man. But it's apparently supposed to come out in Ubisoft's current fiscal year, which is ends, you know, March 31st of 2019. So probably a holiday game. And I'm like, I don't know if I want a new Assassin's Creed of the size of origins that soon. Origins is a huge game, dude. I put 50, 60 hours into that game, and that's including the DLCs, but even the DLCs are huge. I mean, The Curse of the Pharaoh, that's a whole nother game, practically. Um, So, like, that's the thing that I don't like about this at all. Um, Will I play this? Sure. You know, I love Assassin's Creed games. Will I pick it up immediately? You know, with with so many other exciting games coming out this fall, I I don't know. They really have to wow me with this one. Um, But it has some interesting aspects to it that's rumored. Uh, Apparently, you can play as a male or female, which is uh, first um, for the series. It's apparently going to have branching dialogue options, which is a first for the series. It'll have the RPG mechanics still in it. Um, apparently be new heroes. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, 
I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know, like, how this... So, the weird thing about this, though, is just the way that Origins is, like, the time period of it all, uh, with, like, Rome existing at the same time there. This is not, like, true ancient Greece as we remember with all the different... Like, it's not the different city-states like Sparta, Athens, and all that stuff. Or not as, like, not in their in their prime it's this is not greece in their prime which is that's kind of the only real drawback to me from about this setting is that it's it is a sequel to origins i was although it would be really hard to make an assassin's creed before the formation of the assassins before the prequel (laughs) yeah uh but other than that i i would welcome a new assassin's creed game i just wish they would just slow the roll a little bit maybe like and i wonder if they're going to return like there's yeah i have some predictions about this game that i'm going to talk about later this game totally fucking screwed one of my predictions okay which i'll uh, i mean i'll just say it now one of my predictions was i thought ubisoft was going to announce Watch Dogs 3 and because i thought that they were going to start going back and forth on these franchises and i feel like it, it would be time for a new watchdogs game i totally would be down for new watchdogs they just put out an assassin's creed game so then when this came out i was like well screw that there's no way that they're going to have an Assassin's Creed and like the Division 2 and a Watch Dogs all at the same time. I just think that doesn't make business sense. So, right. <sighs> hey, also, you know, if it is back, you know, more in ancient Greece, you know, hopefully they're. I'm a nerd when it comes to Assassin's Creed lore, which is weird to say. So, and there was some fun stuff with Origins that I really liked. So, I'm interested in what they're going to do with um they're gonna meet kratos uh you're gonna run into mario and he's gonna throw his hat at you Mm -hmm. and then you're gonna dance no no what what, what, the the final boss battle is going to be mario throwing his cap on kratos and you have to fight kratos at the end of the game yeah with a kratos with a mustache and a hat (laughs) yeah why not dude wow I think this fall is going to be video game fucking overload, dude. I mean, we'll we'll know at E3, but wow. You know, I would imagine this game's coming out in the fall in what? We got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Spider-Man, Spyro, Red Dead 2, Battlefield 5, Pokemon games, maybe Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Smash Brothers. <laughs> Holy smokes. Mm, yeah. Too much. Too much video games. But all coming out at the same time. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, yeah, that's... So, that's really before old. we get to this next story here, there's two... There's a few other just really small things I think. We oh yeah, do we want to talk about um? Do we want to talk about PUBG Corp versus Epic? Yeah, we can talk about that then eventually. Okay. Um. So Destiny Two Year Two reveal is going to be live stream June fifth. There you go on that. Very cool. Yep. There was a apparently a leaked pamphlet for um a possible E three design pamphlet leaks uh. Fortnite coming to the Switch. That's not the big deal. Apparently, also in that pamphlet was overcooked. Yeah. Fucking too. Mm-hmm. Yes. We need to get drunk and yes. cook some more. 
We absolutely do on that one. Um, also, um, there's a new a giant uh, Elite Dangerous update coming. Did you yes. see that? Yes, I saw that. It's called Chapter 2, coming June 28th. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Um, Mega Man 11 launches October 2nd. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, just saying, oh, there was a new uh, Sonic Racing game called Team Sonic Racing. If yeah. you're down for that. Yeah. Um, Lego DC Super Villains has been announced. Uh-huh. Sure. Why not? It's a Lego game. And um, I guess really quick while I'm here. Oh, no, you, you have it in here. Never mind. Yeah, that, that's it. In terms of just like small little things. I mean, a lot of those things kind of is what it is. We'll see a lot more of them at E3. So. Yeah. All right. Well, the one piece of just weird ass, just I don't know how to take this news. Um, PUBG Corp is attempting to sue Epic Games in South Korea over copyright or like basically saying that uh, Epic Games kind of like stole their game sort of like they stole all ideas uh, like ideas in their game and to make Fortnite and I don't know man it's just the details of their lawsuit just don't seem right like citing why similar similarities and like it's just I don't I don't know what uh, PUBG Corp is attempting to gain out of this I doubt they'll win anything and it's really it's really sad I I think it's I just kind of wish they'd focus on PUBG and yeah make that a better game because in all honesty like the audiences are already split you're not going to bring people back over to PUBG once once someone becomes a Fortnite person they don't really yeah that's their jam yeah like and PUBG has its people like I am back on the PUBG train and I don't think I'm going to play much Fortnite to be honest but if this ends up bankrupting PUBG Corp not not that it will but it, it might it might I don't know how much money they have but this might hinder their ability to you know keep that game up to date keep that game rolling and I mean, you know I, I think yeah I agree and I also think it, it makes them just kind of look bad yeah. makes them look really desperate you know and, and I in one way I could understand it of like you know, Fortnite Battle Royale came out like not super long after PUBG became really popular. Mm-hmm. And I could understand that their logic is like, well, you can make a Battle Royale, but a Battle Royale doesn't need to have a circle that's closing in and all these sorts of things. And I get that, but I don't think you you can really sue anybody for like UI. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, you know, you should have every first person shooter company start suing the shit out of each other because they're showing how much fucking ammo is left in the gun on the screen. Like, and they have a radar, like who cares? You know, like that's that stuff I think's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and like certain weapons and stuff. I'm like, well, you know, you're I not the think... first person to put a scar H in your game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like <laughs> PUBG has like super original weapons 
Right. I just think it's crazy. Like there's more, I think, I, I think there's more originality in the weapons of Fortnite than there is in PUBG. Um, I just think they're, they're very crazy for doing this for a lot of reasons. I could get why they're upset, but you know, right now they were on top and now they're totally getting outclassed and they need to just focus on their game and make their game better. You know, let, let their game do the talking. Yeah, I see. I understand the frustrations, but as part of like the agreement they signed, like I feel like Epic probably used a lot of PUBG's optimizations about getting 100 players on a map and all that kind of stuff. A lot, of, a lot of the solutions with the engine that PUBG, like PUBG Corp solved, I believe Epic is probably turning around and using, but it's within their right because they are licensing out the engine and they have every right to what they do with the engine. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of the legal agreement they signed, and I... I, I, I find it very hard to believe that any of this is going to uh, come to any fruition. Agreed. And if they win, what do they fucking do? Do they abandon? Do they fucking build on a different engine? What, what, what do they fucking yeah. do? They're, they're still licensing out the fucking Unreal Engine. So what the hell do they think they're going to get out of this? Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm. That makes sense to me. What also doesn't make sense to me is having a limited edition blue and gold PS4 and not making it also a PS4 Pro. I'm really yeah. sad. Uh, but this gold and blue PS4, <laughs> looking at the comments, my opinion might not be popular, but I really like this. I, I like how it looks. I especially like the controller. The controller is my favorite part as well. It. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the blue console like I, I'm really weird I like my consoles to just look fucking black and boring for the most part and you know just they sit there mm -hmm. I don't really they you know I like the overall you know design of the PS4 and the shape and everything but like I don't like the blue but the controller give me one of them puppies yeah that mm, that controller is dope uh, for those of you who haven't seen this it's uh it's a blue controller but uh on the on the touchpad it has the uh, the, the PlayStation symbols uh, in in lines and rows on that, it's it's pretty yeah. good. So it comes out June eighth. We'll have a one terabyte hard drive. It will be three hundred dollars. But yeah, it's just um just the uh, base PS4. Yeah, unfortunate. If this was a pro, I'd consider it because I I personally like the blue. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But on to things, if you can't spend $300 on a console, maybe you can spend some money on video games instead for your PS PlayStation that you already own, 50% off on soccer stuff. Because, you know, the World Cup's coming up, Tyler, and I'm really excited for that. And they're capitalizing on some of this excitement. Not me personally, I'm not going to buy any of this, but a lot of FIFA, Pro Evolution, and Rocket League stuff is on sale. Um, base games here, FIFA 18 is $24, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018 is $20, and Rocket League is $11, with other additions and uh, DLC packs at various rates. But if you are excited and need some uh, video game soccer, there are your options. Woohoo! And... If you don't want to pay any money, you can just wait until next Tuesday. 
We get some new games. PlayStation Plus. XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion lead off on PlayStation 4. Tyler, give me your take. I think those are two good games. I, I, I enjoy Trials Fusion. Um, I've played some of the Trials Fusion Blood Dragon. That game that they did not too long ago, it was free on Xbox. It's on PS4 as well, and I played some of that. Um, so Trials is fun. It has its frustrations, but but you know, nailing something certainly super satisfying. Then XCOM 2... I'm sure you're down. You yeah, need, well, you have mm, it. Yeah, I, I but, have it, but maybe I, now I can just turn in my... I I have it physical, so maybe I can just go trade in that disc now and add this to my library. Yeah, maybe. So, I need to get rid of a lot of stuff before I move. That's, that's the thing. I need to get rid of all my physical stuff. All my physical media needs to go, except for a few, like, collector's editions and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, this will help me. XCOM 2 is very good. If you haven't played it, you should definitely try it. Um, it's, it is the tactical game that you can just kind of jump into and figure out as you go. Yeah. Don't need to know too much about the first XCOM. In those kinds of games, it's really about like the characters that you build up along the way. Get really attached to certain characters and then they uh, steal it away from you like the heartless monster XCOM can be. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Frank. There are so many games out this week. Are you in agony? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this game's not getting good reviews. No, man. it isn't. You want to tell them about it? Yeah. Agony. PS4 digital and retail. Agony is a first person survival horror set in the depths of hell. You will begin your journey as a tormented soul, remembering nothing from your past life. By exploring the hostile environment and interacting with other tormented souls, uh, you will soon understand that the only way to escape from hell is through the mystical red goddess. Yeah, this game's been getting like three and fours and all sorts of shit. Good thing. Well, I wouldn't want to be in hell in VR. So thankfully, that's not a VR game. But the next thing is along together PlayStation VR game in along together. You are a kid's imaginary friend, their invisible companion when there's no one else around and their guardian when things get dangerous. Oh, boy. Next up is bird cakes. Are you sure that's not bird cockies? Maybe it is. <laughs> bird cocky. Step into the world of a of flying cupcake weaponry. After a picnic went horribly wrong, Pancake the Flying Cupcake. What? Pancake the Flying P- Cupcake will try to protect his girlfriend, Cherry, from the hungry flies. Okay. Uh, I'm getting an Angry Birds vibe from this. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, although yeah. it's probably not it's not gameplay-wise, but just tonally. Uh, next is another... Why am I getting all the VR games? Probably because I own a VR headset. Black Hat Cooperative, a PlayStation VR game. Black Hat Cooperative is an award-winning stealth game that pits you and an ally against robot agents 
that seek to remove you from the system. You were sitting so still right there. I thought the I thought the call had ended. Yeah. Or like frozen up. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Die for Valhalla PS4. Die for Valhalla is an action RPG where you hack, slash, and crush your enemies. Possess and take full control of heroes, monsters, and other things to help Vikings save their realm. Oh boy, more games, more games, more games. Earth Atlantis on PlayStation 4. The great climate shift struck at the end of the 21st century. 90% of the Earth's surface is underwater. Human civilization has fallen. Machines have adopted the shape and form of marine animals. You are a hunter, and the new journey begins. Ooh. This game looks neat. I mean, this has been on Switch for a little while. Um, it's like a twin-stick shooter. has okay. a really cool art style. Um, next up is Gekiru Kintaro's Revenge. PS4. A year has passed since the epic battle that decided the fate of mankind and claimed the life of the beloved Angela. Dark omens once again tell the return of an evil presence. Yushi is the last remaining master of the ancient art of Shinken and calls upon Tetsuo, his discipline or no, his disciple and adopted son <laughs> to investigate some strange happenings in a faraway farming village outside his city. His mm. discipline. <laughs> oh, Harvest Moon, Light of Hope Special Edition on PlayStation 4. Looking for a fresh start? Fresh start and some new surroundings. You set off on a voyage to begin your new life. You know, this game has probably fallen victim to Moonlighters <laughs> because otherwise probably. I would be starting up Harvest Moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is Illusion, a tale of mind, a tale of the mind, PS4. Illusion is a puzzle exploration game set in the ambience of the early 1920s Parisian cabaret. The Journey Down, Chapter 1, is on PlayStation 4. In a shady corner of Kingsport Bay at the outskirts of St. Armando, Buana and his trusted sidekick Keto struggle to make ends meet at the rundown gas station. I'm not digging the look of these characters. They kind of creep me out. They're, Maybe they're that's like, the point. <laughs> they're very blocky and wooden-like, but they have really creepy mask faces. But look at those lips. Eh, I, those, I, I those can Those big pass. wooden lips. Next up is Kabounce on PS4. Kabounce is a fast-paced multiplayer pinball game in which you control the ball. Okay. Mm. Great. <laughs> oh, man. This next game seems right up my alley. Mm -hmm. My shit right here. Knights of Pen and Paper Plus One Deluxe Edition. Set out on a grand adventure in this turn-based retro-style pixel art RPG inspired by the great titles of the 90s. <laughs> Next up is Metal Slug XX, PS4. Metal Slug XX, the most recent installment in the, in the famous run-and-gun action shooting series, returns to the battlefield with a plethora of brand new features. This is a new game, I guess? I don't know, to be honest. It's like it. I don't know. Let me I'm open not this in a new extremely tab here. familiar with Metal Slug games. Oh, boy. Mute sight. What does this look like here? Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a new game. Mm. Cool. Did not know they were making a new Metal Slug. Hmm. Okay. 
Milanoir. Milanoir? Hunt for the truth and escape the ones who are chasing you through an unforgiving city. Okay. Next up is Moonlighter. PS4. Moonlighter is an action RPG with roguelite elements following the everyday routines of Will and adventurous shopkeeper that dreams of becoming a hero. No Heroes Here is next up on the list. Rally your friends and hold your ground. A co-op game for one to floor, uh, one to four players, not floor players. Yeah. Coordination and cooperation are your key weapons to success. Everyone must play a role in the battles to come and work together as a team to protect the castles and kingdom from imminent doom. Oh boy. Dude, there's still so many games left. Yes, there are way too many games. Why? Next up is, oh, sir, the Hollywood Roast. PS4. Oh, sir, the Hollywood Roast is a spinoff to the surprise indie hit, oh, sir, the insult simulator. This time around, we're taking Tinseltown down a few notches while it's classing up the joint. Never heard of this, but it sounds weird. Yeah, it it looks weird. Is that Deadpool on the cover? Kind of looks like Deadpool. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Next up is sure. Old Man's Journey on PlayStation 4. Old Man's Journey, a soul-searching adventure, tells a story of life, loss, reconciliation, and hope. Entrenched in a beautifully sun-kissed and handcrafted world, embark on a heartfelt journey interwoven with lighthearted and pressure-free puzzle solving. This was my mobile game of the year last year. Oh. Very cool. It's cool it's coming to PS4. Mm-hmm. Next up is Owlboy, but we've talked about Owlboy before. Yeah, it's just um, getting a retail release. Yeah, Owlboy's a platformer. has a great art style. Check it out. Uh, so next up is The Perfect Sniper on PSVR. The Perfect Sniper is a story-driven VR game in which you take the role of a deadly assassin. Mm. Okay. Personality and Psychology Premium is out this week on PlayStation 4. Personality Psychology Premium app helps in getting you the analysis of your personality and psychology. This is not a video game. Yeah. That's Why is this? A, that's a weird thing. Okay. Next up is Sega Genesis Classics. PS4. Including over 50 titles across all genres, from all-time classics like Sonic and Streets of Rage 2 to deep RPGs like Fantasy Star Series Arcade Edition or Arcade Action, shooters, beat 'em ups, puzzles, puzzlers, old favorites, and hidden gems. Is a classic title for everyone to enjoy. Shift Quantum Ooh. is the next game on this list on PlayStation 4. Axon Vertigo, the world's leading authority and most trusted friend in cerebral contentedness programming, promises to deliver better life quality for everyone with the Shift Quantum program. Axon Vertigo is such a sci-fi name. Yes. Damn. Damn. Here's another collection for you. The Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, digital and retail. Celebrate Street Fighter's historic legacy with the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. In this massive collection of 12 Street Fighter titles, which encompass the Street Fighter 1, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 3, and Street Fighter Alpha series, 
perfect arcade balance makes it to consoles for the first time ever. That's very cool. Let's take it to the top oh. with the next game on the list on PSVR. In the future, cities are not protected by superheroes. Instead, superheroes are built. Ooh. There's like a mechanical fox looking thing in the art. Next up is Wraith, PlayStation VR. Wraith is an action-packed survival shooter. Take on increasingly deadly enemies using an arsenal of weapons, a real-time marketplace to purchase them along with ammo, upgrades, and more several atmospheric maps and scenarios. A real-time marketplace. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Are you using real money? I don't know. Who knows? Uh... Final game on the list this week is Yoku's Island Express on PlayStation 4. Use a unique blend of pinball mechanics, platforming, and open-world exploration to unlock secrets of Mokumana Island. Help the locals awaken ancient deities and much more in this amazing new tropical adventure. Tyler, I've seen some streams of this game. Mm -hmm. It seems pretty cool. Yeah, it really does. Seems like a kind of a Metroidvania sort of thing, but you play pinball through the world to collect stuff. It mm-hmm. it seems really fun and charming, honestly. Yeah. So uh, I like the new Churches album, Love is Dead. Yeah. Uh, it's more churches. If you like that music, you're going to like this album. Right on. Who you got in the NBA Finals? It's going to be Warriors. Oh, LeBron, yeah, LeBron has been carrying the Cavs so long, I don't think he can do it this year. Imagine how fucking nuts it'll be if he wins, though. God. That'd be, like, one of the biggest upsets ever, that, I think. That, yeah, guy, that guy needs to retire. <laughs> Le- LeBron, yeah. LeBron has worked so damn hard. He needs to retire. If he won the championship this year, I would say I would just be fucking done. Mm-hmm. Be like, I, I don't, I can't top that sort of thing. But who knows? Poor Houston. Yeah. It's a Breaking shame. 27 threes in a row that they missed. Like you imagine if just five or six of them, they shot as like two pointers and made them. Ugh, they would have fucking been in the finals, man. I was pulling for them hard just to see something different. Yeah. In the finals. But man, that's 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 just crazy. Shane Chris Paul had to go down. I mean, who knows if they would have won still, but it it always sucks in any sport when you're when the, some of the best players and especially like one of the leaders on the team exactly like you want to see the best teams compete with everything they got yeah you never want to see that so that sucked <laughs> all right well you could watch tomb raider on playstation video if that's something you're interested in i thought that was an okay movie i've not seen that but yeah that's it for video games and stuff on the PlayStation Store this week. It is time to ruin E3 for every single one of you out there. Yeah. Time to prophesize the happenings in Los Angeles in two weeks. Tyler, we're each going to give eight predictions. Alternating, and I will allow you to have the first shot. All right. So 
man, I feel like making predictions this year is just so fucking weird because I feel like we know so much going into E3s. In, in, in like Sony's conference is going to be different, so it was hard to really make predictions for Sony's conference. Um, but I mean, regardless, I, I have I have some stuff and things we can talk about. Um, if you would please, uh, if you see, I added column C's and D's, uh, C and D. Oh, wait, no, mm-hmm. I need to put that at the top there. I'm going to drag this to the top. If you would like to yep. put your prediction below that, just so we can keep it in this document here. Yeah, I can do that. I will start off. Let's me just do some stuff. My number one prediction is a Square Enix conference prediction. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 will be out December 2nd, which is a Friday of this year. Okay. I think they're just going to they're going to come in hot on that one. So they need a lot more time. That window worked pretty well for Final Fantasy 15 for them. Gets them farther away from the action packed October. Although November is probably going to be pretty packed, too. Um, I also think that they will have some sort of demo for this game that they will announce at their conference as well. Um, and, and by demo, I mean, it'll be kind of like the one that they had for Final Fantasy 15. I'm blanking on the name of it, but but they had like a small little experience for Final Fantasy 15 that you could download. I feel like they'll have something similar to that only because of how long people have been waiting for this game. And that's just a good way to get, you know, people to just try it out and get it in. So that's my first prediction. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to make a Kingdom Hearts prediction now that you've made one, but I was predicting it would come out the same day as uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they'd do that. I think they're at least... I know it's to, two totally different audiences, but I think they're at least smart enough to do that. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, my first official prediction is that Beat Saber will be announced and released for PlayStation VR at the show. Saber. All right. Uh, hearts. See. Uh, I can't type. Um, my next announce. My next announcement. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm going to stick with with this with the Squeenix. Um, okay. I think both Final Fantasy VII Remake and their Avengers game will get teasers. Okay. Teasers, because that's what Square Enix likes to do. I think they definitely with Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's just been a few years since we've seen anything. I know they've kind of had to restart that game. They're hiring. That game's still probably far away. But I feel like they're going to want to have something to say, like, hey, it's still happening. Don't worry, guys. Um, Because they kind of teased Kingdom Hearts 3 for a long time with just little stuff here and there. And it would always end with, like, now in development. So I think that'll happen for for that. And I think just because of the hype over Avengers, I feel like we're going to get something real short for that Avengers game. I don't think we'll get a release window or anything. I feel like they'll have something. Okay. All right. Okay. What do I want to pick next? Okay. This one seems fun. Aloy will be revealed as a PlayStation exclusive Soul Calibur 6 guest character. Ooh. 
Dude, I like that one. I like that one a lot. That's good. All right. My next one. I kind of made this obviously after they announced it. Mm-hmm. But this is a very specific one. I think Fallout 76 will be out November 16th, 2018. Okay. And I think that um, because I think they're going to want to move a little bit away from October with Battlefield and in uh, Call of Duty and Red Dead. And I feel putting it like November 16th, it's fine. I know a Pokemon game launches that day, but those are two totally wild, wildly different audiences. So I don't think that matters. That's my very specific fallout prediction there. Okay. I just felt like I'm, I, I wanted to get very specific with at least one thing. That's my guess. Okay. I think it is out this year. If you want to get specific, I'll get specific with my next uh, prophecy. Anthem will be out March 19th, 2019. You know, when it came to like EA, that was something I was going to going to do. I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to guess when Anthem comes out. And I think March 19th, that sounds about right. They're going to push it as far towards the end of their fiscal year as they possibly can to give them more time. Mm-hmm. I actually, <laughs> all right, fuck it. I'm just going to throw out my next one. And it is probably, it is certainly the most stupid prediction I have at E3. And it's not really even a prediction about any games. It's my only EA prediction because besides Anthem and Battlefield 5, and I feel they're so straightforward in what they're going to have, like I really don't give a flying fuck about whatever else they have. They might have a cool indie game or something like that with their EA originals. That could be cool. But I think EA will have no less than three awkward, idiotic, or just completely ridiculous moments like they usually have okay that's of just an executive saying something stupid a developer saying something just so, crazy something hmm. completely out of touch so so let's, so let's streaming i don't know let's try let's try to boil this down is this them saying something and waiting for an applause that kind of awkwardly happens sort of yeah or like uh you know like i think of like some of their past moments like i thought the star wars battlefront 2 thing they had last year was extremely cringy to listen to it was cool to see that not much extended gameplay but it was it's just like what are you guys doing sort of thing or like um having the the developer of a way out come out like that was really cool it was energetic it was fun but it was like kind of awkward to watch or the weed three shit from a few years ago like or talking about like streamers or you know when they had that streamer guy up last year right yeah for a need for speed yeah like just ridiculous stuff like that i think there will at least be no less than three of those moments okay Hmm. i'm going to go also mm, this next one i this is more of wishful thinking, but the Elder Scrolls Legends, which I didn't we didn't talk about it because it's not on consoles yet. Uh, they're they're getting a new developer uh, on it and they're kind of a they're kind of redoing it a little bit. I think Elder Scrolls Legends comes to consoles next year with Elder Scrolls Online integration. That's a good guess. 
I'm surprised that game isn't on console yet. We're halfway through, Tyler. Well, next up, I think Ubisoft will announce a new Splinter Cell game. It will be an open world title and it will be coming out next year, but not this fiscal year. Okay. It'll be like their. They usually announce at least one game that's like at least a year away or a little over. I think that that'll be the game. I think it's it's time for a new Splinter Cell. And, but I do think it'll be open world because that's where every Ubisoft game is going. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to say I'm actually going to I'm going to put a put a specific date on this now. Dreams comes out August 21st. Ooh. Will Sony even show Dreams? Will they have anything on Dreams? Because they said that they're going to... Uh, it might not be on a conference, but during titles. the E3 event, yeah. it will be... Yeah. They also... I don't out. know if they've announced it, but they did have that pre-show last year where they announced a ton of shit, so mm-hmm. maybe that's the place to do that. I don't know. All right. Um, sticking with Sony. Death Stranding will open its segment up with a new trailer. That trailer will make once again no sense, but will be extremely intriguing. Then it will transition from that trailer to the first gameplay that we see. And it will be obviously about Norman Reedus. And he will be doing combat things. He will be running around the world, giving us those sick E3 camera pans. Mm. And we'll still be confused, but excited by how wacky it is. You know, I don't think they'll show core gameplay. They'll show something that is in the gameplay. <laughs> like Norman Reedus taking a shower so you get to see his butt again. Yeah. Okay. You might not believe this, but I think Unravel 2 releases in August as well. Have they announced an Unravel 2? I think for you. I think they I'm almost certain they confirmed it exists that it's cool. going to exist, but I, I don't think, think that's a bad guess for sure. That's a good one. What do we have? One. We have. What do I have? Four, five, One. six. We have six. So two more. Two more. Everybody. Two more. All right. This one is more of a long shot, I think. And this is probably one that I really don't think will happen at all. But it's it's I wanted to throw one long shot in there just to make me incredibly happy for when it happens. Ubisoft announces a new Rayman game. It's not out this year, but they have a trailer for it. Maybe it's out in the spring. Fuck it. I'll say it. It's out in the spring. If that happens. So my my thought with that, though, is that Rayman Legends was 2013. Now. 
I don't know if it's sold, didn't sell well or anything, or if that's just something Ubisoft's not invested in, but Rayman Legends is an incredible game. And I feel that's a franchise that should not go by the wayside for them. It's just something different from Ubisoft. That's my long shot of E3. Okay. My long shot and just probably the dumbest thing that I'm going to say is Assassin's Creed Odyssey features multiplayer and releases on October 30th. Ooh. Wow. All right. Um, I feel you on that release date. A hundred percent. They always release right then. I just wonder if they'll move because of Red Dead. No, I think they I think they go balls out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, think I think they're, they're confident. I think they're confident because of how well Origins did. I think they don't they don't particularly care because Origins did well and they already have goodwill from that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think you're wrong for sure. Um, I don't know on a multiplayer. What kind of multiplayer would it have? Because they did the old, you know, they did have multiplayer for a while and it was fun, but it got got really old because they didn't really change it like at all throughout like three or four games. Isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious? Assassin's Creed Battle Royale in a city where you hide among people. No. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love that, but no, I don't think that's going to happen. It doesn't have to be a hundred players. It could be like 30 players in a small city, small city setting. Yeah. Nah, I don't know on that one, bro. (laughs) That would be cool though. Not, not going to disagree with you on that. All right. My final prediction, Ubisoft ends their conference with a division two gameplay demo. They reveal that it has Battle Royale in it in some form for the Dark Zone, and it's out March 12th, 2019. And that is my guess. They, they said this fiscal year, the first division came out March of uh, 2016, I believe. And I just feel Battle Royale. That's the Ubisoft game, and I think we'll get it. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. How do I? How do I say this? I'm not going to make a Rage Two prediction. I will make a Doom Two Hell on Earth prediction. Yo, I had one. I chose not to not to go with it. So there you go. February 2019. I think Rage Two is this year. I think Doom Two is early next year. February 2019. No, they said Rage Two was spring 2019. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Are, are you sure? Well, then maybe awesome. Doom 2 is this year. Let, let me change that up. Maybe Doom right. 2 is this year. Maybe they're hiding that. Maybe that's November. November. Let's see. November. What date do I want to choose here in November? <laughs> November. November 13th. All right. 
Sure. My doom prediction was that I thought Bethesda was going to pull like a Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, and Mm -hmm. it'll be teased somewhere. But a long time ago, Pete Hines said like, oh, E3 will be hell on earth or it's planning is hell on earth. And everybody was like, hmm, I don't know if that really means anything, but could just want be wanting to get the internet in its hizzy. Mm, yeah. You know, and with it not 100% developing Rage 2, yeah. I think it's possible, absolutely possible they're working on Doom 2. Yeah. When it comes out, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I also just, think uh, the Prey DLC will be there, but I, yeah. I don't want to make... And it's going to be on the moon, but there's so much known about the Prey 2 DLC. It's more about yeah. when. Yep, definitely. Um, I feel like Sony's conference was the hardest one for me mm-hmm. in a way where I'm just like they they kind of told us what's going to be there. They said other third party stuff. I feel that third party stuff is so obvious, like Call of Duty, Destiny 2, you know, shit like that. Um Maybe Assassin's Creed. I don't know. Assassin's Creed kind of goes back and forth on who they're with. Um, you know, I know they have marketing with Red Dead too, but that's not going to be there. Um, so I was like, man, I just don't know. Uh, do you think we'll get any like release windows for any of those games? Obviously, Spider-Man has a date. But do you think we'll get anything for Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, or Death Stranding? Did we have a Days Gone? Or did they say that? I think they said uh, that wouldn't be there, right? Yeah, I, I don't think Days Gone's going to be there, but I thought they said that they delayed it to early 2019 on that one. Okay. Um, of all the things that we know about, I think. See, it's hard to say when The Last of Us 2 is going to be without knowing when Days Gone is going to be, and vice versa, because I think they want to spread those two out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. If they do yeah. The Last of Us this fall, which would be bonkers to me i wouldn't i wouldn't i have hardly any hope for the last of us this year oh absolutely not no um, so it but would, do you it want would, to put i would i want ghost of shushima this year I, that's the one that i want that now i don't I want think any of those so games much. are coming out this year besides spider-man um do you, like yeah it's weird because like do you want to have days gone in say february or march and then the last of us you know naughty dog typically releases their games in may or june is that too close i don't know yeah. Might be. but do you want to have the last of us in the fall that i don't know either sony doesn't typically launch anything in the fall anymore so i don't know let me see uh, what let me see what <laughs> Mm, no, that that's a Thursday. I was I was thinking maybe they do The Last of Us Two as a Halloween game on the thirty first. Although they could just break the cycle and just release a game on a Thursday if they wanted. Yeah, fuck it. Especially if it's The Last of Us Two, they, it doesn't matter what day of the week they release that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it, it'll be an interesting E three. There's a lot of things that I'm I'm looking forward to seeing for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What uh, what conference are you looking forward to the most? Bethesda, just because they're so strange. Like, yeah, and they, they have some really interesting stuff that they have announced, and then who the hell knows what else they have, you know? Yeah. There's just, just the nature of Bethesda is just like, they're, they're going to surprise you with something. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Um, looking forward to anything from Microsoft or Nintendo? Uh, Microsoft. We really talk about them, but I think we're gonna get Halo Six. I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know. I heard I really rumors about know. a lot of gear stuff, but man, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want. Gears. I think we'll get more gear. I think we'll get gears before Halo. I don't want gears. I don't, I don't want it. Keep it. I mean, give me Halo. I love gears, but I'm not. Um, I'm not as stoked for it as I used to be. Uh, and as as for Nintendo. To me, it's Smash Brothers. I want to see everything yeah, they have on that. It has one. to be I'm Smash so Brothers. So stoked on that game. What do you think of those Pokemon announcements? Um, so they're having their traditional RPG next year. Yep. The stuff that's releasing this year, I think, is going to be fun. I think it's going to be. I don't know, man. Like, it's definitely not going to be what we're used to. But I think they're they've uh, found a fun way to uh, integrate it with Pokemon Go, and then. I, I think it's yeah mm-hmm. I, I i will definitely play it that's I'm that's curious. what i'll say i'm, I'm curious on, i'm on team eevee really fuck you pikachu <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I just think it'll be exciting to have a sort of pokemon game on the switch Nintendo's yeah, like, gonna have a massive holiday season, man. Mm-hmm. With Pokemon and Smash and whatever the hell else they'll have. There's still I think a lot they, of I think they might also announce a Fire Emblem game for Earth. Maybe. I mean they've they've said they're working on one. Who knows if it's out this year, but we'll see. Also they have Yoshi. I'm excited for Yoshi. I like Yoshi. Yoshi <laughs> laying some eggs. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. All right. Well, it just feels kind of weird because of how much stuff is being announced at a time. It's yeah. kind of like, all right. I mean, I know you want to have your moment, but damn. Okay. Well, next week we will definitely be going over all the things that got ruined, yeah, <laughs> and all the things that get leaked. Um, yeah. In the lead up to E3, it is a very exciting time in video games. I am very happy about yep. what we're getting into. Tyler, what are you what are you going to be playing between now and then to hold you over for E3? Probably Detroit Become Human and some Battlefield 1. Mm. I'm going to be playing more of that Moonlighters. <laughs> I just fucking love that game so much. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah, I totally forgot about H1Z1 because of that game. I forgot about almost everything else that I was playing because of that game. <laughs> oh, man. You should all definitely uh-huh. check that out uh, if it's your jam. Mm-hmm. But until next time. Oh, wait, no, I forgot. Yeah, you can talk. You can talk to us. Yeah, yeah. that's that's how the show ends. <laughs> that's how I end the show is that I tell you that you can email us at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. Rate us on iTunes, leave reviews, share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler. Guy at my office started listening to your YouTube channel. Really? Seeing oh those metal reviews. Oh boy! Told someone else in my office I was really into metal. 
Yeah. Let's go check cool. it out. Uh, I had uh, one of our executives come down and be like, your YouTube stuff's pretty cool. I'm like, I don't want you watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And and yeah, there's some interesting stuff. Turns out the realtor that we hired um, used to be in a metal band, a progressive metal band, and was actually contacted by a major metal label. And they were about to be signed. And then their drummer ended up quitting and saying, I don't want to live in a van. Mm. So they didn't didn't get signed, but now he's a realtor making a lot of money. So it's probably for the better. But I just thought that was crazy. I'm like, man, it's not a lot of bands to come out of this area in Lancaster, PA, but some do. All right. Well, we'll see you next week with episode 117. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and. Bing bing. Papa.